Hey guys, happy Monday. I am back. Um, I know I said that my break was only going to be a month long and it turned into about two and a half months long, um, which is okay, but I'm back. I'm excited um, and I'm excited to continue to post an episode every Monday um, from now until the foreseeable future until I decide I need another break. Um, I hope you guys have had a good holiday season, are enjoying your 2020 and all of that jazz. Um, Today I'm actually going to get into the episode pretty quickly because I just have a lot of thoughts on this and um, I kind of all mapped it out um, and I'm just very excited to get into it. So today we are actually going to be talking about if you struggle with spending time with God, and I feel like there's kind of two groups of people. There's probably more, but two that I can think of. Um, one person struggles uh, spending time with God. Uh, just there's a season of time where it's just harder to. Um, I think we all go through that. I think um, it, you know, life gets busy, all of that stuff. And then there is another person where they are constantly wanting to or saying they want to spend time with God. And yet, year after year, it is just not happening. Um, You know, they feel like it's almost yo-yo dieting, um, getting back into on the wagon and falling back off and then getting back on and falling back off. Um, And honestly, I'm talking to both of those people today and I'm talking to myself because I have definitely been both of those people. And um, yeah, so we're just going to go into spending time with God, why it's important, all of those things. And honestly, if this is something that you're not very interested in, I would just tell you to stick around for a little bit because I honestly think that you can get something from this. I think it's so important and I just felt prompted to talk about this today. Um, I actually tried to record this podcast already and I got so emotional and was basically sobbing through the whole thing. So I decided to re-record it. Um, so you know those days where you are driving, usually it's back home or to work and you pull into the parking lot and then you turn off your car and you realize, wow, how did I get here? Like you almost forgot that you were driving. You're like, did I stop at that stoplight? Did I accidentally cut off someone in traffic? I don't even know because I don't even know, like I don't remember turning. I don't remember anything about it. So often I think that sometimes we can forget God in a similar way. Um, or we when those there's those seasons, especially the long seasons, maybe not even, I don't know if you would call it a season, just a lifelong struggle of spending time with God. Um, maybe not lifelong, but since you you know became a Christian, I think it could feel like that. That was me at one point in my life where I would be reminded every Sunday that I was driving <laughs> to just continue with the, this analogy. I was reminded every Sunday, hey, Annie, like this is what you chose. You want to be a Christian because X, Y, Z, you believe in this stuff. But then every other time in the week, I would, it was just 
get out of my brain. I would not think about it until the next Sunday. Then I would wake up again and be like, wow, I'm driving or I drove, you know, whatever. (laughs) And, um, and it was just like a constant cycle until I really asked myself a couple of questions and I'm going to ask you those questions as well. Number one is, is this the most important thing in your life? And by this, I mean Jesus. Is Jesus the most important thing in your life? And I would venture to say you would probably say yes, he is. Or at least you want him to be. Um, as a Christian, we have really chosen to believe you know, that God and we do believe that God came, you know, to die for our sins. All of these great things have has given us salvation and we want to live our lives for him. And if we are not if we don't even know him, we're not spending time with him, we are always choosing other things over him. I would ask yourself that question again. Is this the most important thing in your life? And I really think that only you can truly answer that. I could maybe look at your life and I could look at my life and my actions because actions do say something and kind of say like, oh, maybe it's not. Um, But only you can really know the motivation of your heart with God. And I would just say that, just think about that, like, your your life is to be lived for for Christ and do you know him do you know god do you know who you're living your life for if you don't spend any time with him and this is not to be a guilt like trying to guilt anybody um these are just questions i really had to ask myself these hard questions and i realized like hey, he's actually not the most important thing in my life. And that was hard for me to admit. And that was hard for me to say because I didn't want that to be true about me. But I knew, I just knew I wanted him to be so bad, but he wasn't. And that caused me to feel so much guilt. And the thing is, I don't want that to cause you to feel so much guilt if that is you. I just want... And maybe, you know, the Holy Spirit is convicting you. Um, that shouldn't cause you to feel guilty about it. That should just remind you, hey, like, I should, you know, I should get to know God. I should spend time with God. All of those things. Another thing, which, another question I asked myself, which ties basically so closely to the first question is... Do I truly love God? Um, I was listening to this sermon um, by John Piper. And I just wanted to talk to you guys about what he says is loving God. Because I totally agree. And um, then you can maybe find out for yourself. And I think, again, uh, take the things that apply to you and then just leave the things that are for somebody else because maybe not all of this is applying to you right now. But um, this is what John Piper said. So what what doesn't it mean to love God? So it does not mean meeting God's needs. 
God doesn't have needs for us to meet. And I've believed this before. Like, oh, God needs me to spend time with him. And no, he doesn't. He doesn't have needs. He's not human like us. We have needs and that's how we show each other we love each other. That's one of the reasons, one of the ways we do. We meet each other's needs and that's good and beautiful, but God doesn't have needs. So us spending time with him isn't meeting his needs, isn't showing us that we love him, you know? Um, it's not love for his gifts. And he actually, he named out some beautiful gifts that God gives us, like forgiveness, justification, heaven, etc. Um, and so it's not loving, you know, the creation over the creator. We can love the creation. Of course, I love forgiveness. Of course, I love those things that God has given me so graciously, my family, all of all of those gifts. But I need to love God more than those. Um, and then it is not the things that love prompts you to do. And I thought this was very interesting. Because um, he says, it's not uh, that, you know, like actions. what The obedience that love prompts you to do, which should be there you know, um, love prompts you to be obedient, but it's not doing my, um, the commands, the acting is not the essence of the loving. Uh, and I think this was, this is an important distinction because acting the, the, you know, obedience aspect or the action part of that it can be imitated. And that's the huge thing that the Pharisees did in the Bible. You know, they, they knew how to be, look so religious, so set apart in that way, you know, and, and yet they weren't, their hearts weren't loving. They didn't, um, understand that. And so, um, obviously, um, when you love God, it should prompt you to do these things. Um, but it's just important to, to know that doing those things doesn't necessarily mean that you love Jesus. So those are kind of the, 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 um, negative aspects or like the, um, these are not loving Jesus. So what is actually loving Jesus? And this is how he describes it. Loving God in his essence is desiring God in and beyond his gifts. And he replaces that word desiring with a lot of words. So treasuring God in and, above, in and beyond his gifts. Savoring God. Excuse me. <laughs> delighting in God. Valuing. Cherishing. Um, prizing. Being satisfied in God in and beyond his gifts. Um... And I thought that was such a good way of phrasing it. And so, do I truly love God? And you could answer yes to these things. And you can answer like, oh goodness, like I'm not positive. Um, And that's kind of how I answered myself. I'm like, I think I do love God. And I, I do know that I love Jesus. But I think sometimes you have to realize you're not going to ever love him perfectly. 
it is impossible. There are so many times where I love his creation more than him. And that is when I, when I'm aware of it, when the Holy Spirit makes me aware of it, um, through whatever means I repent and I ask for forgiveness and I turn back to him and, and that, you know, that is, we're imperfect. We're flawed, (laughs) sinful people. And so that, you know, can happen and that even if you've made those mistakes does not mean that you do not love God anyway so do you love God and is he the most important thing in your life um so you know you probably said yes to these things and so that goes to the question of then why is it so hard to spend time with God I do think okay I will say most of you probably said yes some of you probably some of you might have been like, oh, no. Like, for example, my priority was not God. I don't care what I said to myself because I wanted it to be so true. I knew deep down because I was not acting like it, that it wasn't true, that I didn't actually, um, that God was not actually a priority in my life. And some of you might be in that boat. And I'm here to tell you that, that's a good thing to know that it's a good thing to know it because then you can you know decide to change um so anyway why is it so hard to spend time with god um there's a few things i a few thoughts i have on this one is we are broken um we have a sinful nature a lot of times there's so many things that go into this answer of why is it so hard to spend time with God? God is holy and perfect. And, you know, spending time with him, it's going to convict us. It's going to comfort us. It's going to bring us the most, sat- the best, um, satisfa- the fullest satisfaction. I don't know what I'm saying. Um, but, you know, it does, it will prompt us to change, which is hard. And sometimes when we are living in sin, Um, we don't want to be in the light. We don't want to be with God because it's so hard for us. Um, I've definitely been that person where I don't want to be convicted. I don't want to, you know, have to change or whatever. And so I just avoid it at all costs or I don't want to be, I want to hold on to that unforgiveness or, or whatever it is. And it's so hard for me to, want to spend time with God in those moments because I just know even though he always does it and I'm always so grateful and so much better in the long run the broken part of me like really wants to hold on to the brokenness that I have um so that's one thing of why it's hard uh another thing is just a human thing I think good things are hard you guys I don't know if you noticed, but it's so much easier to be lazy. It's so much easier to take the road. That is easy. It's so much harder to do the things that you know you should do um, because typically they take time and they take effort. And a lot of times it's a relational thing that is going to make you have to be vulnerable and it's, that's a hard thing for us to do. So just realizing that sometimes good things are hard to do and that doesn't mean they're not worth it. In fact, that they are so, 
so worth it. Um, especially, especially knowing and spending time with Jesus. Um, another thing of why it's so hard is there's so much distraction, you guys. And just knowing this, knowing that there will always be distraction. I don't care how how much of a goal setter, a habit former you are, you you know if you are those that type of person, there will always be a distraction. Um something that comes along that, that looks easier and and I don't know, more exciting or whatever. Um there will always be that distraction. And then the other one is there will always be busy. It's so easy to use that as an excuse over and over again, even if it's not an excuse, you guys, like some people are so dang busy that they actually, I don't know how this is possible, but cause I'm just not this busy, but they actually don't have the time. And I would say that that is, uh, something that I mean would need to change somehow um in their lives like if you're so busy you physically do not have the time to spend time with God and I would say that you're too busy you're way too busy um and maybe it, you need to have conversations about boundaries with certain people or or with like work or, or something. Something needs to change there though. Um, and also I would say, I would mention that a lot of times people think, and I'm talking to my, like me and other people that tend to be my age uh, in their 20s, not married, uh, no, don't have kids, Um a lot of times we think that we are busier than we are. And I'm not sitting here saying that none of you guys are busy. I know so many people my age that are extremely busy people. Um, but I would say, you know, I'm just going to say this, but the, fo- the amount of t- time you spend on a phone or watching Netflix or something like that... Um, that is probably making you feel busier than you are, you know? And so, and again, I'm not saying that to like be snooty because I spend way too much time on my phone and um, I realize that there's other things at play. Like it's very addicting, you know, uh, to be on your phone all the time. But I think sometimes people, you just use that as a convenient excuse. I'm busy and yet they, they aren't, they have time to spare. It's just that they are not prioritizing that. Um, okay. So that, those are kind of why it's so hard. Those are some of the reasons of why it's so hard to spend time with God. Um, and I kind of just want to land on, okay, well, we know it's hard. Okay. So how do we do it? Um, because this is the main part of this. I want you guys to be able to to do it. And I know so many of you guys have consistently spent time with the Lord for years. And I just want to say that the point of it is not just to spend time with God. The point of it is because God is your Lord and Savior 
and you want to know him. It's not to just check it, the, you know, check it off your list. It's you want to know him. You want to grow in your love for him, all of those things. And we're going to talk about this. Um, and the how of it is intentionality. And this is where it gets kind of tricky because um, I sometimes think that we think that being intentional when it comes to spiritual things um, is performative. And I want to say it's it's not necessarily performative. I think that sometimes, um, for example, we can do it to just check off a box and we have to check our hearts and in in that um, and check our motivation in that. But being intentional does not necessarily mean that you are being performative even when you don't feel like doing it. Um, so, uh, like for example, some days your love for God, the, the, maybe that feeling of love for God will just well up and you will have no issue spending all of the time with God that you, like just, you can just be in his presence, be like reading the Bible, be like worshiping and praying for like the whole day. And it will not feel like any sort of chore and it will just be so good and praise God for those days and those times. Um, I think that those are like amazing and I love it when that is how it feels. Um, and then other days you're not going to want to, (laughs) you're not going to want to, you know, stop what you're doing for whatever, 30 minutes, read your Bible, pray, all of those things. And the thing is, that doesn't mean that you are just, uh, this is where the line is, right? That doesn't necessarily mean that you are performing when you do do those things. I think about it kind of like exercising. Some days you're going to be like, you're going to think it's fantastic to exercise and you have a goal in mind, right? The goal in mind is to be healthy. The goal in mind is to know Christ and to love him more um, each day because you know him. And the, the means is spending time with him, the means of being healthy is, is exercising. I mean, obviously there's other things, eating healthy, all that stuff, but we'll just say exercising. And there's going to be days where you're like, dang, I'm so excited to exercise. I'm going to get out there. I'm going to run 5 million miles and, you know, do whatever. And you're just excited about it. And then other days you're going to be like, eh, this sounds like the horror, not you know, this doesn't sound like the best thing for me to do right now. I don't want to exercise. That sounds horrible. Um, but you look at that goal of being healthy and you're like, wow, it working out so great for my joints, so great for my cardiovascular health, like blah, 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 blah. And you'll decide like, hey, I'm going to do it because I still want to achieve this goal of being healthy. And I know that this will lead me to that and I know that sometimes you need to do things that carry you through that like the like the valley of not feeling it you know um it doesn't mean it's less important it doesn't mean that you've all of a sudden stopped caring about health it just means that your emotions are not there yet and that's okay um our emotions a lot of times don't line up with a lot of things um, with the truth. Um, and so sometimes there are going to be those days where 
you know, you're not going to want to spend time with God. And the best thing for you to do is to spend time with Jesus and know him. And more often than not, I will say, more often than not, I, on those days, I will start reading my Bible and I will be like, wow, oh my goodness, Lord, you are so good. And those those feelings that are just so good to feel, but that don't necessarily mean you love Jesus more than when you don't have those feelings. Um, just like when you feel God's presence, that doesn't necessarily mean that he is there more than when you don't feel God's presence. Like don't feel the goosebumps or whatever. Um, uh, so uh, yeah, more often than not those days when I'm not feeling it. And then I just, I'm like, no Lord, like I want to know you and I want to love you more. Um, more often it will just be like, wow, God, like, thank you so much for this. Like, here's something I needed to hear in the Bible or wow, this is a characteristic about you that I needed to remember. Um, and I will also say that it, in my experience, and I think that most people would say this, it becomes easier because your love for God grows your love for Jesus will grow and pretty soon it will be easier to spend time with him, be easier to do those things. Um, and I think that this is part of the sanctification process as well. So that is kind of um, a note on the how of, of like intentionality. Sorry, the how is being intentional. And a couple other thoughts about that. Um, another thing I would say is be intentional in remembering God. Kind of back to the car analogy, sometimes we just get caught up with life, with whatever, and we forget. We so easily forget. And again, I think that through God's sanctifying us, we remember him more and more each day, um, in each moment, um, but doing something to intentionally remember God. And for me, that for personally for me, how I do this is I wake up every day and I either pray right away, God, this day is yours. It's not my day. It's your day. Do what you want to do with me in this day. And um, I, want you to, I want me to do what you want me to do and not what I want to do necessarily. Um, Lord, show me what you want me to do in this day. Show me how to you like how to be, who to talk to, all of that stuff. I, you know, I thank him for things. Um and then uh, a lot of times I will read a Psalms um just so I can get my heart and my mind focused on him right away, right when I wake up. Um and that is me remembering God, being intentional with remembering God. Um, number two is be intentional with your spiritual disciplines. Um, and yeah, I would say two spiritual disciplines. Um, people might have differing opinions on this that I think that you should do as a Christian is reading your Bible and praying. I know there's more and I, and I do do more. Um, and I'm sure you do as well, but at the, I guess the bare minimum, <laughs> 
you know, not that you should do the bare minimum, but at the bare minimum, I guess if you're trying to start out, I would say read your Bible and pray. Um, You guys, we can't know God without knowing our Bibles, without reading our Bibles. He has chosen to reveal himself through the Bible, and that is... That is what he's chosen, you guys. That is how we know who he is. That is how we know God's character. That is how we know certain things. Um, that is how we'll, it, we'll be able to recognize when someone says something that is false. And you guys, there's so many crazy things going around nowadays. And I'm so happy that I am able to like look in my Bible and say, like, oh, this is true. Or, oh, this is not true at all. Um, and then praying... Um, I, I, I feel like I've just in this season, I've talked about this a lot, like of 2020 and and now 2021, I feel like I've prayed more than I ever have in my life. And I've started to actually write down my answered prayers because it's, I don't know, it's really special to see, um, God hears you. He loves you. He cares about you. Even if, you know, you pray and it doesn't go how you want it to go or it's not answered in the way you want it to be answered or it doesn't feel like it is answered, he hears you. And that is just wild to me. And so, um, yeah, I would say prayer. I think those are two great ones to start you off. Um, And then the third one is to be intentional to think or marvel about God. Oh, and this is, there's so many ways you can do this. And this is honestly one of my favorite. Um, You can look at creation. I have a friend who just like loves to look at nature and creation. And she's just awestruck. Like, wow, God, you made this. You made the trees and the mountains and all of these things. And yeah, she just is blown away by it. And she marvels at the God who created that. Um, This could be, you know, saying, um, being grateful, telling God what you're grateful for. Um, Like, Lord, (laughs) I am so grateful that you have made me, that you put me in this position in my life at this moment. I am so grateful that um, you will never leave me or forsake me. All of those things. Um, I'm so thankful that I am healthy. I am, um, able to walk. I know there are so many people that are not able to walk. I'm so thankful that I am able to talk, to see, to hear, like all of those things, um, that the Lord sustains us. Um, you know, just being marveling at and being, having gratitude for all of the the gifts that he's really giving you. Um, and then, uh, answered prayer. I actually had a really cool answer to prayer the other day. And I was just so awestruck by like, again, that, that the God of the universe would answer a prayer that is not meaningless. It, It meant a lot to me, but it was just like in the grand scheme of things, it's just so little. And yet he, he is the God that cares about those things. Um, and it was amazing. And I was just like marveling at that. Um, and then his character, uh, just 
you know, taking time to think about God's character. God, you were so forgiving and merciful and um, loving and all of these things. And God, I just thank you because though that is who you are. And even when I'm not feeling it, even when I don't think that you're good or feel that you're good, Lord, I know it. I know it because my Bible says that. And I trust that over my um, thoughts and my emotions. And so those are some of the ways that you can be intentional and that would that I would encourage you to be intentional in. Um, and that's it for today's episode, you guys. I think that this is what it what it's all about. This is where the rubber meets the road, you guys. And um, I just love to talk about these things because I want this to be a passion in your life even if it hasn't been for a while or for a really, really, really long time. Um, I want this to be something that you want. I want you to love Jesus. I want you to, to pray to God. God, I want to love you more. Help me to love you more. Maybe that's what you need to do. Maybe that's how you should start out. Lord, help me to love you more. I say that all the time. Um, because I need his help and we all need his help even in this Eve we can make all of the intentions and all of those things and they are they are worth it to make and they are not nothing um, but you guys we need the Holy Spirit's help to sustain us and help us to not grow weary and you know pray for that pray for those things I will be praying for you for whoever's listening to this and yeah that's it for today. I hope it was encouraging. I love you guys and I will talk to you guys next Monday. Have a great rest of your week. Bye.